Hello and welcome to Healing From Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of Life is No Coincidence, The Life and Afterlife Connection, and The Living Spirit Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which share stories of awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, and miracles in ways to use intuition or connections to universal source for personal and collective healing. Today I welcome Dr. Emma Morden, author of her new book, Out of Your Comfort Zone. Dr. Morden is a former guest of Healing From Within, whose first episode can be heard on my website, CherylGlick.com, on the radio page for July 2018, where we discussed mind body, diabetes. Hello, Emma, and thank you for joining us again on Healing From Within. Hello. Thank you for inviting me back on your fabulous show, Cheryl. Well, I'm so excited that you got out such a second book, so timely, and it's so needed in today's uh, uh, very, how can I say, <laughs> conflicted, uh, you know, possibilities for healing yes emma as listeners of the show are well aware my guests and i share intimate experiences and insights into the duality of life as we are both physical and energetic beings who have the opportunity to discover our true nature and also discover fears and limitations in order to conquer them with courage, resiliency, and universal intelligence, past challenges, so ultimately they may shift to the best version of themselves and create greater positivity, happiness, and health. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Dr. Emma Morden will share her own discoveries and ways to live with diabetes or any health challenge as we open our hearts and minds to new ways to think of what health, happiness, and living our best life is really all about. Emma, you may remember, I'd love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood or earlier life and remember a person or experience, perhaps a dream or a fear, that may have been an indicator of the lifestyle or interest they would have in their adult life. You know, I know in the beginning of your book, you mentioned your sister and certain experiences that you feel were part of the person you became. Can you tell us a little of that time? Sure. Well, for me, I was actually a very intuitive child. So I picked up on a lot of people's energies and um, how I felt about things. So as a child, I actually found it hard to articulate sometimes um, how I would feel about something when I felt anxious. Um, I didn't quite know why I was feeling anxious, but I knew something wasn't quite right. So I used to detect when other people weren't happy. So I would really feel their anxiety because I, I actually had a, a fantastic childhood um, up until a, a particular a trauma um, when I lost somebody very close to me but before that I had a, a fantastic childhood so I had no reason to ever feel anxious um, and even as a four-year-old I, I have a very good memory from early on in life 
um, I actually used to ask my friends if they felt nervous or anxious as well, and they just used to look at me gone out as four-year-olds. But <laughs> it, it, really, honestly, <laughs> that young, I can remember my thought process, and I was really, um, I used to question myself all the time why I felt anxious. Nobody would ever know that I was externally that I was anxious because I you know I just got on with things but inside I used to have a very horrible feeling and I also used to um, be sick quite a lot vomit um, during the night time through certain periods when I was around a certain teacher because I picked up on certain energies and I knew there was a, a great discomfort there and um, so now as an adult I know exactly how I was feeling their feelings. Well, I mean, equally, I would feel it positive as well, but that really made me, as, as going back to your original question, um, to become what I am now. I always knew that, however it would be, I really wanted to help people, and I knew that um, just something inside me told me that I would be able to help people and make quite profound changes in the world both personally and professionally um as i've you know worked on reversing my own type 1 diabetes um, and doing that to help others as well so um i think that answers your question yes you know it's very funny i was the same type of child and we are empaths and we feel other people's emotions and thoughts and are very intuitive and it's a great gift, but when you're a child and there is nobody to explain it or to help you learn to ground your energies, learn to turn it off so you're not picking up everybody else's uh, feelings or pain or sickness, because I, I, I very much uh, was like you, and it was very uncomfortable. I thought I was a bit of a hypochondriac because I was also sick a lot as a child, and had a lot of stomach viruses and stomach pain. Uh, you could call it also anxiety, because that yes. that created that that other physical uh, symptom. But it was the way we were born, and we were born to learn how to use that gift to read other people's energy and know how they felt, so we could help people be happier and eventually healthier, and eventually appreciate the gift of life. So it took a little while for us to grow into it. Uh, but we did understand lots of people had fears. You also talk of having a fear of heights and missing out on going up uh, the Eiffel Tower. And I also <laughs> used to be afraid of heights and, and also bridges, driving over bridges, which was so high. But how do we get through that? You do in the book tell us how we can get through many of these ungrounded fears. Sure. Well, you rightly picked up on that. Um, I had a horrendous fear of heights. It was ridiculous that I couldn't even enjoy a music concert um, when I'd had tickets bought for my birthday and um, because they were high up in the gods that I was just petrified throughout the whole Brian Adams concert. Um, and I love his music, but it, it just wasn't overriding enough to stop me with having this awful fear um, so the whole time I was planning my escape route how I was actually going to get down you know um, Emma when you're saying that I finally understand what our fear of height was it wasn't really a fear of height it was the changing of the energy within us 
as we went up, you know, we were a little more sensitive, and so we started to develop maybe a little anxiety to the change in the energy. So, yeah, that I, that makes sense now. Hmm. I think think that's a, a fantastic point. Um, and the way I really had to get over this was um, when I was out because I trained courses in the Middle East and usually the training courses are on the um, bottom of hotel floors or conference um, colleges and things but once I didn't know where it was and unfortunately it was um, on top of the skyscraper and all the delegates were there already waiting for me to go in and train and very unfortunately, I couldn't pass this on to a colleague to do, um, and I tried every trick in the book to um, get somebody else to do it or to get the training moved, um, and there was just no way that anything could be done about it. So I had to confront my fear at this particular time, um, and the way I did that was actually having a bigger purpose than me and my um, nerves of going up this height I mean certainly it still felt uncomfortable um, however with a bigger purpose and you know to go and serve the other people on the training course that were already waiting for me there and the importance of having to keep this contract and um, there were more people involved than me so um, as I said I was growing up I wanted to help people and um, I put people first a lot of the time so that gave a greater purpose for me to get over what were my fears. But certainly um, that really ties in with one of the reasons I say I say how we can get out of our comfort zone, and that's screw it, just do it, do the things that actually scare you. But that's not always possible. So the second way is I say that you really need to build up a resilience in order to put yourself there in the first place and then one of the third ways I talk about and this is really my favorite one and the one I recommend to everybody is a complete emotional cleansing get to the root cause of any fear because there are just the two emotions in the in the world love and fear and everything is derived everything negative is derived from the fear so if you can really um, tackle the root cause the very first time you felt fear and do a complete emotional cleansing, um, then that really sets you in place to deal with anything so you don't actually fear fear itself. Um, and then once you can align with your blueprint as well, then the results are just phenomenal in terms of what you can achieve. You know, and I've also learned to say yes when that fear comes in and I don't think I want to do something because perhaps there'll be failure I say to myself well this is an opportunity it's there is no real failure there's only experience and we're being offered many different uh, events or opportunities in our life to learn and and just to go beyond this fear so I've learned and it helps me a great deal to just say yes when that first Brilliant. fear comes in. So if I have to go to the top floor in the elevator and I don't like the feeling, I just take a deep breath, I ground myself, I ask for help from above, so that spirit should be with me, and it always 
I always get past whatever has to be done. And then when I look back, I say, see, that fear was irrational. It was a thing perhaps of the past when I, we were children and we, uh, was societally challenged and and programmed to believe certain things. And now as adults, we are able to let go of some things that may have stopped us from being reaching our full potential and being all that we can be. So we can now say yes freely and honestly and hopefully. And it always goes well. When you move past exactly. that, when you move past that fear, beyond that boundary that you've created, we are our our own worst enemies most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, th- I think it's really really about trusting in the process of life, as you yes. just said, Cheryl. And, and I think when you know about how um, the universe works and how the law of attraction works, you can actually learn even more why you can trust in the process of life and that in itself gives a great confidence to be able to go out there and say yes to doing the very things that scare you yes learning about the the universal laws of energy yeah yes. one of them is the law of attraction and knowing that you are an energy being having a physical life so you're a multi-dimensional and knowing you have a great many support systems to draw upon in order to grow and to live, you know, a prosperous, healthy, and happy life instead of worrying and being fearful and suffering because everything's a choice. And we choose to live well and to trust the plan, our life plan, our destiny, the people that we come to meet, which are very much in our plan and therefore for purposes of growth and learning so yeah once you understand these things that the spiritual dimension and the reality of energy uh, you're at peace with yourself and a lot of these fears just fall by the wayside so let's go on to you've had a lot of experience personally and professionally in helping people with fear and breaking boundaries so what would you say well, we've been talking about this, has most put you outside your comfort zone? And what do behavioral psychologists tell us about uh, these feelings, these anxious, uneasy, fearful feelings, and how we can change them? Because we do have choices. Sure, we we definitely do. Um, to come to the the first points, gosh, um, since I've been young as a very intuitive child, I've been out of my own comfort zone, and certainly in terms of health and um, going out there and and actually even saying that it's possible to reverse type one diabetes. Things like being told I was going blind um, and actually refuting being told that, actually saying, no, hang on, nobody tells me that I'm going blind or that I've been diagnosed with something. Um, that That's my health. That's up to me. And I know that I can change that. 
But sometimes when you have to say that profusely, especially to the medical profession, and that takes you well out of your comfort zone. You have to be very confident and resilient within yourself. So, you know, even business bombshells I've had and, you know, I was in a coma and you were talking about very big business deals with um, a different business that I had at the time were taking place. They fell through because we were going up to the 2008 recession and um, so you know that took me well out of my comfort zone as you can imagine there's so many different things but at the same time I would never regress anything that's taken me out of my comfort zone I say bring it on because I know how powerful that is in causing deep down change that takes you to well, where I am now is a you know very happy place, very abundant place, and loving what I do. And had I not been taken out of my personal comfort zone, then you know I wouldn't have got to that place. So it, it is exceptionally important. Um, and then when we talk about you mentioned behavioural psychologists, they tend to to not really um, go on so much about the root causes of um, fears whereas I say everything has a root and it's best to rip out the roots for full fulfillment and, and going forward but they are more of the philosophy do something every day that scares you um, to take you out of your comfort zone which is brilliant and, and we're all agreed on that however if it was that easy then everybody would be coming out of the comfort zone and we'd all have no fear no, I agree with you. It's very important uh, to go into self-investigation and find what it is, the core of the problem that is holding you back so we can release it. When we know it, we can get beyond it, and then it no longer disturbs us. So you're right. We have to get to the cause, not just the symptoms, not just the medicines that we take uh, to, to cure the symptoms, but to to rid ourselves of the actual cause and see it for what it is, a fear that no longer is valuable to us. Perhaps at one point it was, but at a certain point it's no longer necessary. And your book, the main idea behind your book is daring to be different and thinking of approaching things in a different way for different results. And, of course, doing something daily that challenges you is a good thing because it keeps you from getting too bored, absolutely. So we want to embrace <laughs> new experiences, new people, and new places. And uh, But you give a quote that I liked very much in the book uh, by Nelson Mandela. You, he said, um, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. And that's what we're talking about. We all have fears. Because the exactly. world and the physical world, there were things we weren't ready to understand, you know, when we were younger. And so we internalized these fears, these blockages in our system. But once we have courage, we can realize, we can release it. It no longer holds us. We triumph over it. So I like that very much. And you also talk about foods you can eat to ease anxiety. Food is very important, and so are 
so is rest and so is sleep and so is exercise and so is intellectual pursuit of your interests and relationships everything helps us uh, to become the healthiest most balanced citizen and soul that we can be but food is very very important and uh, a lot of people don't know enough about um, how it affects us and the term comfort food may really be misleading can you tell us about that i can indeed because um at times we we're all guilty of going for some uh, comfort food but when we have far too much of it because it's actually got uh, so much sugar in mm. it 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 actually um raises blood sugar levels and then the body starts naturally pumping out a lot of insulin which then causes our sugar levels to dip um, sharply and then when that happens we start to feel more anxiety but also our bodies start to produce adrenaline then to push the sugar levels back up naturally and adrenaline causes more anxiety and anxiety and fear are obviously all interconnected and um, so it doesn't really comfort us or help us that much it just really induces more anxiety but there are there are so many foods that actually do help us um that people don't really know about as well um, and a common thing when people are actually nervous or say anxious about something take for example something people naturally are fearful over and that would be taking an exam so say if somebody has an exam early in the morning they might not feel like eating because they're nervous but that's actually the worst thing they can do because the body then doesn't know when it's next going to get fed so it starts pumping out more adrenaline which then causes the uh, anxiety and you know that just then is a perpetual cycle of more anxiety um, whereas if you have something say uh, just a little bit of porridge in the morning um, that actually uh, induces serotonin which is a happy chemical and also if you can increase foods that contain magnesium so foods such as spinach and salmon they are great to eat because they help balance uh, our cortisol levels and cortisol is the stress hormone um, also foods that contain B vitamins are fantastic because B vitamins just help balance and regulate everything in the body especially glucose metabolism so that just stable stables out any feelings of anxiety and you know, you... yeah and you know Emma you mentioned something very important for our listeners out there uh, foods rich in B vitamins are very important and sometimes for our psychological health also because if there's a deficiency in B vitamins, you write this in the book, you, you give many very wonderful, helpful ideas about food and what to eat and what to stay away from. But B vitamins, if it's not present in your body, uh, can cause more anxiety, even agoraphobia, which is the fear of being out in public locations when people have anxiety attacks or panic attacks, as they're called. So it could be as simple as a vitamin deficiency, and you might end up going for therapy and think there's something wrong with you when it can be corrected. 
of by the proper nutritional counseling. So I just wanted to get that out there because I have had other um, authors that I've spoken to who have mentioned agoraphobia as a fear, uh, but you actually mentioned that vitamin B is might be part of the problem for those people. So I wanted to get that in there. And now let's go on to, you talk about many different types of fear. There's the fear of flying, aerophobia. There's the fear of thunder and lightning, astrophobia. There's the fear of spiders, archonophobia, and even fears of dentists. And there really are only two fears we are born with. Can you tell us about that? Because it's interesting. Yes, I can. The only natural fears we're, we're born with, and they these are to protect us, um, is the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. So they're very instinctive fears. So we don't walk too near to cliff edges. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and if there is a loud noise, then we're alerted to look round quickly and see what it is again to protect us and that really comes from the reptilian part of the brain which is the oldest part of the brain and all part of our evolution going forward really um, so they are actually the only natural fears and uh, sorry the instinctive fears and then we have the nat- natural fears um, you know that might be like performance anxiety and the things where we we actually need to feel the fear in order to push us forward that's that's still good for us but everything else anything that really is a fear that stops you from doing something great or, or that limits your life is an irrational fear so that you know that's what we really go forward with um, talking about in the book because there's tangible fears and then there's the intangible fears things like um, thinking I'm not good enough which is a, a, a common one or the fear of failure even the fear of success um, and they're all intangible things and sometimes they don't get the acknowledgement as a fear from people um, but they are really the, the things that can stop us and limit us uh, in a big way from going forward and getting everything that we possibly can out of life. Yes and you also tell us uh, some ways to build resilience and move past the thoughts or restrictions of childhood or fears and there's some fun activities you give to stimulate personal development. Can you remember a few of those? They were very good. You gave quite a lot of ways to start to move past and to embolden yourself and to enlarge your own enjoyment of life. So can you tell us a few of those? I certainly can. They're the 30-day resilience builders. So there's um, a challenge for every day of the month, if you'd like, that just helps build up confidence and helps create those attributes that we really need to build the resilience so we can always put ourselves in the space to conquer anything. Um, And uh, uh, some of those are about instigating and promoting having a sense of humour as well because um, a lot of the time, especially in today's society, people can take themselves too seriously. So even with your group of friends, one of them is having little dares to actually say something funny or something random just in the middle of a conversation. So, for example, there's um, I don't know if you guys in America actually 
are familiar with Chris Kamara. He's a football commentator over here, and um, he was once commentating on a very famous football match, and I think he'd he'd just lost his focus, and one of the footballers had scored, and um, somebody asked him a question, and he just turned around and said, I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. So he he just <laughs> didn't know what he, he was talking about. He makes you laugh. <laughs> but it, it was, you have to watch the clip because I'm sure I've just made that really not very funny. But it actually um, is. But just saying certain random funny things in the middle of a conversation or daring, um, you know, your friends just to do yeah, so, so we want to be, know. yeah, we want to be imaginative. We want to maybe wear something different. Maybe we want to travel on a trip alone. Maybe we want to take up meditation. Uh, maybe we want to walk with our feet on the sand, something we normally wouldn't do, and just try to experiment, explore life with fun. Exactly. And, and uh, taking yourself seriously is a big part of the problem most people have. So I think it all starts with what and how we think. Many of our fears were part of our early childhood and our training and societal patterning. And when we start to realize that it's not fear that's the problem, it's redundancy, it's boredom, it's living the same pattern day after day without this dynamic change that you're talking about, about being bold. And I think that is the way to go to enjoy life fully. So I want to thank you, Dr. Emma Martin, author of Out of Your Comfort Zone, for your infectious enthusiasm and search for treatment ideas and methodology to understand and conquer many of the fears and limitations so many of us carry with us from childhood and the awareness and techniques you offer to successfully adapt with resilience and courage to all challenge with hopes for living life bravely and boldly, not merely surviving, but thriving to learn how to discover, analyze, and restore yourself to a state of willingness to live well, purchase this engaging book and go to Amazon.com. In, in summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have discussed ways to understand our body, mind, and spirit and how our psychological fears, whether real or imaginary, influence the way we approach all aspects of our life. We either move out of our restrictive comfort zones, our personalized prisons, which do not allow us to explore new options, possibilities, and talents, as Dr. Martin wrote. Deep down, most of us have an idea what we want in life. These are our deep-seated expectations, but they are on a conscious, subconscious, or totally unconscious, out of our awareness level. The challenge, however, when we aren't matching this in our current life, or for whatever reason lose sight of it, and one of the most common things block people striving to get what they want, and it's the fear of change, the fear of stepping outside their existing comfort zone and entering the unknown. Emma and I would have you begin to look within and see that many of your fears are simply the memory of childhood thoughts that in your present-day reality no longer really serve or affect you. Letting go of fear that does not serve you 
and entering the world of the unknown and allowing yourself to become aware of all that you are and continuing to say yes to opportunities will lead you to find new ways to explore life with enthusiasm. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about the story of energy, metaphysics, the universal laws of energy, spirit, and communication, and two ways to personally advance your own goals to find purpose, fulfillment, and joy in living. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.